Hey, how's it going? Uh, impression. This is my impression of a cheese shop owner who works in a store that's located in a fairly rough neighborhood. Gentlemen, put the Munster down. Look, I'm not going to ask you again. Quit throwing the brie. Um, so there's that. That's a thing I do. Um, it's uh, Sunday, September 8th, 2019. Got a bit of a pop in my step. I fixed my toilet. Uh, I replaced the flush valve. Always fun when these things work out. I read the directions, step eight. And these directions were definitely geared towards millennials and Generation Z. Step eight was, now that your toilet is fi fixed, hashtag us at Fix My Toilet and upload an Instagram pic of your new flush valve installed. There was a social media component to the directions, to the steps. I could imagine an old head reading these directions, getting to step eight. It wants me to do what? Upload a picture of my toilet on Instagram. Well, skibbly dibbly, I'll take me to Fiddler's Creek. This is a little uh, impression I got. A couple impressions today, folks. Nibbly bibbly dobbly bobbly. I live in Fiddler's Creek. That's where I get me some grub. So I think that's like an eight, uh, 1849 gold prospector character living in California. Nibbly bibbly dibbly bibbly. Uh, so he may come up again. It's madcapped around here. Got home from the shore, put a feeder pellet in our goldfish tank, and forgot to remove the pellet once we returned. So these fish were double dipping. I was giving them their flake food for breakfast, and they were grazing all day long on the vacation pellet. Bloat it. It was just too much food. The one didn't look good at all. And uh, so I put in an insulin uh, feeder pellet because it looked like I saw some early onset diabetes. Uh, and he did pass away. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's not a total tragedy because he was an organ donor. So, you know, he's still going, doing good deeds even from the beyond. It was the diabetes, man. I'm Wilford Brimley. Do you like fish flake food and feeder pellets? Then you may have the diabetes like me. You got to say the beatus. That's, that's the proper ending. Pronounce it just like Wilford Brimley. So we got a new fish. It's a, it's a rescue fish. It, uh, it doesn't like men. It, uh, no, I think it was abused when it was younger. Now it doesn't, it has trust issues with men, this goldfish. I'm only kidding. It was about 11 cents, this fish, and has virtually no mind at all. But I would always say that, like, we had a chocolate lab years ago that was completely nuts. And I would just, uh, tell people it was a rescue dog to explain the erratic behavior. It's, it's a rescue. It doesn't like men or women. It also hates babies. It hates babies. The excuses you make for an insane dog. 
So it was a tough week with the death of the fish. Might take a couple weeks off. I don't know if I get FMLA or what the story is there, but I'll have to look into that. I got a brochure about night school uh, in the high school. Night school geared for adults, and I might take the one course. The class was called The Computer. What is it, and what can I do with it? This class geared towards Wilford Brimley, senior citizen types. The computer. What is it? And could it give me <laughs> and could it give me diabetes? <laughs> um what is it? And where does it plug in? And where do I put the batteries? Uh so I imagine if I was running like a professional development day for my colleague teachers at work and I would I would do that presentation. The computer, what is it and what can I do with it? I'd be like, okay, first of all, show of hands, how many people have heard of or have used uh, electronic mail? Sometimes – and if I say email, that means the same thing, either email or, or electronic mail. My colleagues would be like, oh my goodness, is this really happening? Is he for real? I'd like to take it. Let's take a step back, folks. Start from the beginning, shall we? Today is a big football day. It is week one Eagles NFL season. I think a must win. A must win. Win you're in. Uh, no, but we always emphasize the importance of these things, even game one. I was talking to someone a while ago about the Eagles, and uh, I said, you know, are you a fan? And he said, yeah, I mean, I'm a fan. I don't, I don't like base my life around it or anything. And like that very morning, I was in the kitchen because the Eagles schedule just came out and I was putting the times in a, with a little green pen into the, on the kitchen calendar. I was literally basing my life around the Eagles that morning when this other gentleman said, I don't base my life. I do base my life and I like the color-coded thing I do. The green times gets me extra excited. So we'll see. Should be a big game today. There's a new sports talk station in Philadelphia. There are two, and now a third one has entered the scene called The Gambler. The Gambler, where it has a much more gambling, uh, odd proposition bets and focus on numbers and spreads and uh, the gambling sports fan. In fact, I believe one of the shows doesn't even take calls it's just straight-up analysis of games because I guess gambling on that level is not kids' business anymore. You don't even need someone calling up and being silly. You just need hard numbers. So we'll see if the gambler takes off. It certainly launched at the right time, right in the beginning of football season. Maybe I'll start gambling. I don't know. I never really felt the thrill, but I also do what radio tells me to do. So I imagine if I just start listening to The Gambler, by next week, I might be 30000 in the hole. Because radio, I find very influential. So, And I did do some gambling the other day. I went to Philly Park, the racetrack, and for Smarty Jones Day, I went to see Smarty Jones, the uh, ex-Philly racehorse that came from a nose length away from winning the Triple Crown about a decade ago. I was very nervous. I was nervous AF uh, going to meet Smarty because I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to come across as a fanboy. I'm sure, you know, he hears the same sort of thing from everyone. But he was actually a no-show. I don't know what happened. Either I couldn't find him or I got a free Smarty tote bag, though. But the Meet Smarty Jones meet and greet was kind of a bust. That Philly Park, man, it's so dying. Like, they're just... 
It reminds me of the, the film The Shining, where that hotel room has these perfectly uh, empty ballrooms. Uh, you, you go into rooms in Philly Park that are just untouched. You could see the grandeur from another era. Well, it's a little shabby. I don't know if grandeur is the right word. But you could see that this once was full with people. Now, full of cobwebs and ripped up tickets. So, it was a good day, though, meeting Smarty Jones. Hey, uh, the podcast is brought to you by Integrity Wealth Management. They can help you with portfolio management, retirement planning, financial planning, estate planning, and services. Life insurance and wealth preservation strategies. Call them at 215-864-3598 or visit their website at www.integritywealthmanagement.com. Um, so... We shall see what happens. I mentioned my wooden watch before, and uh, it's probably the thing that earns me the most compliments in my life is this wooden watch. People find it arresting and frequently uh, draw attention to it. They say, oh, I like that watch. I'll say, oh, thanks. They'll say, what kind is it? And this is where the conversation gets a little complicated. I, uh, you know, it's a cool watch, but it's not necessarily like a brand name that really has a lot of pizzazz to it. It's just, it's Bewell. I say, it, the, it says Bewell, the watch, B-E-W-E-L, Bewell. And they're always like, yeah, oh, Bewell, huh? But it's still cool, though, Bewell. Some, the nicer people will say something like, Bewell, be, yeah, I think I heard of that. I think I heard, they try to help me along in this, in this awkward conversation. Uh same with sunglasses. I've got these cool glasses, but not no name recognition. People say, what kind of glasses are those? I say, the dragon? It says, dragon? I'm like, yeah, dragon. I, I think I heard a dragon. When I go for a walk with my wife and the dog, and, uh, you know, occasionally even out of the neighborhood and other areas of life, uh, if there are a bunch of teens far in the distance vaping in the corner or who knows what else, they will scatter when they see my wife. My wife has a Karen effect that will break up huddled pot smokers. It's just alarms go off. They're like, this woman is not on the level. Whereas I am on the level. They look at me and are probably even encouraged. They're like, this guy's not going to do anything. But she can bust up a bunch of huddled potheads. It's like she's kryptonite to that scene. But you don't want it. It's dangerous, man. Vaping, drugs, a popcorn lung. What is this? It does sound kind of fun, doesn't it? I got a little touch of the popcorn lung. Actually, it sounds kind of horrific, doesn't it? You got to take care of your health. You can't eat things like, you ever eat a food that has a painted on grill stripe? No, it, it wasn't grilled, but we've painted some grill stripes on it. We've doctored up the final effect a little bit. That's the food that I enjoy. Don't grill it. Just microwave it and have the stripes. We as a family went to meet some pigs the other day at a pig farm. These are pigs when people go on vacation or travel. Uh, this farm boards pigs. So you can go and visit them for a small donation, hang out with pigs all day long. It's fantastic, and boy, do I love the pig. And it's run by volunteers, and when we first pulled up, this volunteer, this old guy, kind of scolded us and a group of about five other people. He said, I want everyone to gather around before you go see the pigs. 
And first of all, there's no such thing as a teacup pig, all right? I want to establish that right away. People go and they think they're getting a teacup pig, but they're just small and they grow up like every other kind of pig. I want to dispel you of this false information right away. As if, like, that was our intent. That we, Kate, went in there to spread rumors about these pigs that are incorrect. We were scolded the second we arrived. It was a tongue lashing. And we just kind of, like, were stunned after he left. Because it went on for, like, 15 minutes, this speech. And we all felt more and more guilty. And I didn't even know why. I felt awful by the end. I just wanted to go home, not see the pigs. It was like he came out and just announced that a plane had now hit the second tower. That was the tone of his delivery. We were like, all right, I guess we'll still go see them. But relax, sir. Why are we getting yelled at? Because I, uh, you know, I've never seen a pig like that's gotten into this for the wrong reasons. I don't think the pigs are trying to get over on us, sir. It's not their fault. Leave them alone. Went out to dinner last night and uh, got the wrong order. Or in fact, two of our items were just completely forgotten. Here's my thing. Write it the F down, waitress. Write it down. I hate when they don't write it down. They invented a thing called a pen and a piece of paper. The fact that you're memorizing my order doesn't impress me. The fact that you forget two of my items, that doesn't impress me. Write it down. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. It's sheer logic. I know you're stoned. You know you're stoned. So write it down so you can remember what I want. I hate this. Go ahead. I'll take your order. I'm, I'm always like, ah, are you going to pull a, a pad out of your apron? Do you have anything? I might have something. Can I write it down for you? So it's just lazy, man. These lazy pothead. Now, now people smoke in pot. They're too lazy to even smoke it. They're like, I'll just eat it. I just, it's too much to go outside and do that whole thing. I'll just eat the pot. Went to a Polish festival yesterday. I am 50% Polish and it was unbelievable. It was kind of bizarre. Like I was looking at other people and they looked like my grandparents. A little bit of a pop belly, a little bit of a uh, round face, a sea of round Polish faces, uh, a ready smile. Like if I squinted at times, I could see myself in these people. Very strange DNA. I was hanging out with myself like a big tribe of my DNA. I'd never been had an experience like that before. I was, it was almost emotionally moving, I'll say. And there was a lot of red, people wearing their Polish shirts, Polish flag shirts, and then one guy was wearing a red shirt and it had a Canadian maple leaf on it. <laughs> it just He got his signals totally crossed up at the Polish festival. He wore a Canada shirt. <laughs> I thought, man, I thought the only reason that that would be appropriate would be if you had just come from a, Can a Canadian festival. You just came straight from a Canadian festival to a Polish festival and you didn't have time to change then that would have been appropriate attire. Other than that, I don't think so. And then we went to the Doylestown Arts Festival, did the whole festival circuit yesterday. And I was standing in line waiting for my Italian sausage, which I like to get in street festivals. And a uh, boyfriend, girlfriend in front of me, getting a little passive aggressive, a little snippy. And uh, he turns to her and he's like, well, 
we're in line because you said you wanted food. And, uh, you know, it was just, I caught the tail end of some bad things going on. And I'll never forget the uh, comedian Dane Cook had this bit where when he sees a couple bickering like that, he says he likes to interject. He likes to get in and be like, uh, excuse me, I, I couldn't help overhearing your conversation. Uh, he's right. You did say you wanted food. He's right. I understand why you guys are in line because I heard it as well. Just get right into that conversation and add a little fuel to the fire. <laughs> I like Dane Cook. I think he's hilarious. Um, and we uh, were in Mexico uh, a number of years ago. Uh Cancun area and Chichen Itzu. Is that how you say it? This Mayan temple, which was unbelievable. One of the coolest architectural and historical things I've ever seen, this temple in Mexico. And on our chartered bus tour there, it was about three hours from our resort in central Mexico. The tour guide began to discuss when we were about 20 minutes prior to arrival. He said, now you got to look out for vandals. This temple has vandals everywhere, and they'll show you one thing, and then they'll give you another, and they'll, you got to watch your money. These vandals are just everywhere, and the government's trying to keep them out, and the police are trying to keep them out, But and I'm getting like pretty on edge hearing this little speech. Like I'm getting a little jacked up adrenaline-wise. Like when I step off that bus, I'm going to be loaded for bear. I was ready to go, and uh, I turned to my wife. I said, what, what, vandals? We didn't read anything about this on the brochure when we booked this excursion. She's like, I know. this, And we were like, what is a vandal? I realized I, I'm not even quite sure what a vandal is. I said, what do you think it is? My wife said she imagines someone like a bandit with a little handkerchief tied around the eyes, like a black mask, tied, like the Hamburglar, essentially, was who she was imagining. And I kind of had this, a similar image in mind, these vandals. And then it turns out it was just communication breakdown. What the tour guide actually was saying was vendors, vendors, not vandals. And there were a lot of vendors selling T-shirts and you got to watch because, you know, you can get cheaper ones in the store. Don't buy the T-shirts from the vendors. And, you know, that really diffused the situation. My, uh, my anxiety went from a 10 down to uh, my regular three. So uh, miscommunication. It happens. It happens. Um, what else is on my mind? Not too much. I think we're going to get out of here early today because we've got a lot of football to watch today. Was down the shore. I noticed there was a group of three girls uh, at the bar where we were in a bar restaurant sort of thing. And the most attractive of the three demanded that they kept doing selfies. And I felt like the other two were like, ah. We know, we know you're attractive. We have to do this again for you. It was just uh, an observation I had from across the bar. That seemed to be the situation going on. And I went down to the beach at night. And I'm never sure the Jersey Shore, are you allowed to walk on the beach at night? That's kind of a gray area, isn't it? I was looking for signs, but I didn't see any. I was anticipating... Uh, meeting a policeman on the beach, and I was going to plead my case, say, look, this is our beach too, man, and you should be able to experience the beach and in the day and the night, man. You don't understand. You can't control this. 
Signs, signs everywhere, signs breaking up the scene, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that, can't you read the sign? But nobody confronted me. There was no big confrontation about, nobody cared. I just walked alone on the beach. Um, it was cool at night. I like watching those little birds skitter back and forth at night. It's ominous, the beach, isn't it? But in a cool, cool way. But there was no confrontation. And uh, I live to tell another day. Sometimes people make up confrontations. I feel like people will be like, oh, man, people are always saying, I know you're going to think this. Like you invent an invisible adversary to plead your counter argument. But in fact, nobody even cared in the first place. I could give you an example of this, but it would be too specific. Um, all right, so I think that's it. Uh, here we go. Eagles uh, are kicking off in about 20 minutes. Prediction, Eagles 52, Redskins 10 uh, in a route, in a laugher. I think uh, Wentz is going to have a monster game and usher in the Wentz to Deshaun Jackson error with a statement. Putting other teams on notice. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Later.